Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I'm going to challenge you to write a song. Okay, if you say, I'm not a songwriter, this is not for me, and you stop this challenge, I'm going to get you. I want you to really listen to this. I want you to try and do the challenge. You never know. I tell you guys, we're a whale. Drop your bucket. Okay, so you're dropping your bucket today. I'm challenging you. There's no way around it. Do not hit stop. So why should we write a song? You will never know in the future as a writer when you may be inspired to write a song for one of your characters in a book. Or you might be given a task to actually help someone else write a song we have words that are so stored up into us and for us to say that we can't do a specific genre or that we can't do poetry or or you know just saying the word can't in front of any line connected with writing i really want you to know that that is a negative mindset there are many things that we can do. We just don't give ourselves credit or we don't attempt. Like, look at me. I would have never thought that I could have written a short story and a fantasy at that because I've never, you know, navigated toward writing in that genre. And I loved it. Like, y'all, I think about the Fae and, I can, and I'm going back to the Fae going, how can I, you know, work this some more? How can I fix this description? You know, how can I do this, do that? I thoroughly enjoyed that challenge for myself about writing the short story, especially outside of your genre. So today, when I'm encouraging you, you know, to write a song, I really want you to, to take this into consideration and not just say, I've got too much to do right now. Nope, you can write a song on the go. So instead of cranking up the music in your car on your commute, Maybe try cranking up, you know, our inspirational well and start turning that handle, drop that bucket, and pull up a song. So, with me, I'm going to talk with you about how my process works. I will find myself sometimes writing poetry or writing songs. If I am a little sad, I will be honest, those are times when, you know, I'm more likely to write a song or... If I'm extremely tired, but I have to get this writing out, I don't know why, but like late at night sometimes, I'll just get this inspiration of words and they're just bouncing around like a pinball machine in my head and there's nowhere for them to go. And I've got to get them out somehow. And I can't write a novel about them because that's not how my brain works, but my brain can write a song or write a poetry piece from their point of view. 
And so it's almost as if I get an image in my head as I'm writing. And I told you guys, y'all can laugh at me. We've talked about this before on the podcast. You'll laugh if you, you hear it, but there's, there's many times that I've been writing country songs lately, and I do not listen to country music. I only listen to contemporary Christian music. Um, my parents were huge country fans. When I was growing up, I was also a country fan, and I do appreciate country slow songs more than you know, guys. I love country slow songs. Um, so I've always had a deep-rooted love for country music. So, it's just funny for me that, you know, now, even though I don't listen to it on, you know, on YouTube, my playlists are Christian, you know, contemporary Christian music. Um, and so, I don't know, like, what the top country hits are, things like that. I do know that when I start to write songs, a lot of times, I can see, like, this George Strait type figure in my head you know, classic country coming out when I'm writing. It's often from that male point of view. So I think that that's really great because in my novels, I'm only writing from that female POV. So having that opportunity to have a male POV, I think it's really challenging and cool for me. Now, where do I even go with this sometimes I'll just see an image or sometimes I'll think of a situation and I'll say oh that can make a good song other times while I'm reading the word there'll be a line in the Bible that will just really resonate with me like so I know for a fact that a lot of contemporary Christian songwriters are using lines from the Bible and they're using those as inspirations, and then they're singing through them. I mean, if you want to just go on to YouTube, you can actually hear whole psalms being just, you know, remastered and sang. But there are many top-selling artists who will use, you know, lines. You know, when I walk through deep waters, you know, you will be with me. Those are those are straight from the Bible. There's many, many songs that do that. And so, maybe starting with the Word for you, is that something that I love? I love it when, you know, I'm reading the Bible, and then all of a sudden, my heart just wants to continue to praise the Lord. Because it's like my heart language, honestly. I said that to somebody yesterday. And I said... When there's a way that I know that I need to connect with God and it's, you know, my mind is kind of all jumbled up and God knows what are, you know, whatever I'm going through. And I know that 100%. And He knows the desires of my heart. But sometimes I want to release all of that and I don't quite know, like, maybe the words to say. Then I'll just start writing songs to the Lord and I'll just start praising God. And so, being in a moment of prayer, being in a moment of worship, prayer over the Word, that can lead you to some great songwriting. So, maybe pick a verse that's your favorite verse and work from that. You know, when people ask me, well, what's your favorite verse? And, you know, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Because, you know, we are giving each day 
And I've never made a song about that verse. So my challenge for you is to be creative and say that you can and then do it. Do not say, well, I can't write a song. And I want you to pull out the word. If you're going to write a um, contemporary Christian song or channel back to a hymn that you loved. Think about some of the artists today. Well, they'll take, like, this is Amazing Grace. You know, they'll take pieces of an old hymn that we might have grown up with church, you know, and we might have had those songs in our grandma's or grandpa's churches. Think about those and maybe take a couple of lines from those and just remaster them up and, you know, let that be a springboard for you for a new song. Now, I will tell you with Valentine's Day coming up, writing a song for somebody that you love would be an amazing gift. And I've written songs for my husband before, and I'm saying to my husband before, if you would go back and you would listen to My Valentine from Jim Brickman and Martina McBride, there's just something simple about that song, but it's so powerful. I love that song. And I think about the songwriters of this world and how, you know, we often, th- we often talk about the artist. You know, oh, this person, man, they could sing, and oh, they got this and that. But think about the songwriters. Think about those songs that we have access to came from someone's heart and the process that they put behind it. You know, when you listen to I Can Only Imagine, and I didn't know the backstory of that song, but that is very powerful. And to know that he wrote that in such a quick turnaround validates me because I do the same thing. My process with songwriting or poetry, it's not to hold on it for days. When I feel inspired to write, and okay, so I'm dropping down my bucket into my spiritual well, and I'm asking the Lord for the words, and I'm connected, I'm in prayer as I write. I write my song, and it's done, and I'm typing just as much as I'm talking to you. And then, of course, I might have a typo because I'm typing really fast. And I often don't catch it until I go to my blog. I post it up. I find an image. And then I'll go, oops, there's a word. Oops. And then I'll go back and read it after I've published it and edited it. (laughs) I always do that. It just seems like it looks better on that screen for me. And I'm able to process it and find a mistake. I don't know. Maybe it's the heat of it being published (laughs) that does that for me. But I can read it a couple of times on my notes section, and it's perfect, you know. (laughs) But So that validates me when I hear about the process of other songwriters and know that I'm not alone in this same way of doing things. And it's not that I'm saying my way is better than any other way. That's just my way. So all of my songwriters out there, I just want to applaud you. And I want to tell you how grateful I am for you. Because you have given me a gift every day. Every time I listen to music and it moves me. The song, just, okay, there's a bit of song playing in my head. You know, um, I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God from my mother's womb. 
you have carried me, you know. And I'll, of course, while I'm singing a song, I can, you know, I might not have it to memory, and I might switch words around a little bit. But I am singing that song. And a lot of times I'll sing the song all week. So let's say we worship at church and there's a song that stands out. Then I'll wake up the next morning still with that song. It's almost as if I've dreamed that song. Same thing happened to me this morning. You know, worship is a powerful experience. You know, it doesn't just prepare us to receive the Word of God. It is a part of the total experience. It's not to be, you know, just an introduction, you know, to get everybody in their seat and settled. It's when we enter into the presence of the Lord, in my opinion, is when worship, you know, that's what worship is about. So if I can just have this time with the Lord and say, God, can I worship you with my own song? You know, that's almost like my letters to God. And then I'll sing my own songs. Lord, there's a harvest. I'm telling you guys, I wrote this song, and I don't know why that one particular song has stayed with me for so long. But it's, Lord, there's a harvest, souls plenty, And it keeps on going, and it's a very soulful song. And it's about, you know, us working for the Lord. But that one just stays on stays on my mind i even included that as one that is played a lot on the radio station inside the soul food restaurant in sweet potato jones because i guess maybe in my mind that's the one that does play a lot and it helps to remind me that there are many souls out there that are lost in this chaotic and messed up world and our job you know is to go out there for the lord and so maybe that's a song more as a reminder to me than anything else and you never know where your songwriting will take you. I'm telling you, you could write a song for your book. Doesn't mean that you have to sing it, but you can write it. I told you guys what happened with me with The Hobbit. You know, I'm sitting there singing the song of the way, you know, that the dwarves would have sang the song. It seems like, Mama, no, you've got it all wrong. And he pulls out his YouTube. He goes to the song and he plays it. Then he learns to play it on his piano. And that's when I saw the connection of music and novels. We were on the way to church yesterday. And he said, Mama, you know what? If you ever write a book and you need flutes, I've got some perfect background for you that can really help inspire you. And I'm like, sweetheart, send it to me because, you know, in my fantasy novel, that would be perfect. So even from young children, they see the connections. We see the connections. And music is a way that we can bridge our work to reach a new audience. And so there's many ways that writing songs, even when you say, no, I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. There are many ways that writing songs can be beneficial for you. One, you can prove to yourself that you can. Two, you know, you never know. You may actually have the gift of songwriting, but you've never tapped into that. And you've just never allowed your mind to be free of this negative perfection of, you know, well, you know, how do I fix this? Or what is the chorus like? Or how do I, 
you know, which way does this go and that go? If you just allow your mind to be open and, you know, you ask through the Holy Spirit to give you the words, you may surprise yourself. And you may say, gosh, I'm so glad for this challenge because now I can go in for my novel. Let's say you're writing a clean romance and you go, gosh, I know this song would be perfect, but I just can't find the perfect song. I can write the perfect song. And go ahead and write it and include it at the back. So that way when your readers turn, they think their book is done. You know how you always wish there was something else from the author? <laughs> Let it be a, a romantic song. Or let that be a part of your newsletter. Or let that be a part of your playlist. And here's the thing. You have so many people around you that even if you can't sing, there's so many people I bet you that can. There's so many talented people in the world. Y'all, I'm telling you, I see it every day. I walk down the hallway and I hear somebody start belting something out. And I'm going, wait a minute. You can sing? Let's get you up on a stage. What? No, no. And then they start singing more. And their face lights up, and I and I looked at this teacher assistant, and I'm like, okay, you're on that stage. You better start thinking of a song. So, you know, I'm always trying to find opportunities to lift some, pe you know, somebody up and have people an opportunity to go out and shine. There could be people around you that just love to sing, and you know, they could play around with your song and end up singing it for you, and you could record them. You could put it on your Instagram. You could make a, a Facebook Live. You could do all kinds of things with that. Now, I will tell you, with the love of music, you can really reach a lot of people. You can encourage them. You can inspire them with your words. Because you've got to think about what music does for you. What it does for me. And the people like that I work with, like back home, people might have known that I was a singer only if they were in my community or if they went to my church. But a lot of people don't know that about me, that I love to sing. And I love to write music. Now, I wish I could write, you know, wish I had a band around me that I could say, here's the song, here's how it's going to my head. And, you know, and we'd all be sitting around you know, like Molly Crew did with, you know, Home Sweet Home intro. And it just came out and they started writing. That would be amazing. But because I don't have that, and I just have me in the note section of my phone, you know, I can sing these melodies in my head and be completely satisfied. Like, I am 100% happy knowing that the song is on paper, it's on my blog, Maybe it will help someone else. Maybe it will inspire someone else. And the songs that I write that, you know, talk about heaven and about my family, those are ones that really get a large viewership because I know people also, like me, go through grieving. And it's a natural part. And a way to express that grief is through music. And I will tell you guys now, when you drop that bucket and you're praying, when you finish that song, don't just hold that song to yourself. Figure out ways 
that you will be able to share the song with other people, with your readers. And if you're writing and then it becomes something for your new novel, yes, hold on to it. I understand that. You know, you want to hold on to that. But if you have a way that you can share it out, share it. I challenge you. I want to tell you guys that at first, when I started talking with people about writing songs, that I was surprised of how many young adults have songs that they write. And the music today for young adults, you know, I'll say, you know, I'd love to see some of your work. And they'll go, nah, nah, I I don't want to show it out because it's so inundated with themes But when I talk with the kids and I see that they're carrying around their notebooks, that that they're writing, writing, and I'm going, okay, they're writing in a hallway. I know what they're doing. They're they're coming up with a beat in their head and they're they're mixing their own music. And the only thing I can do is encourage and say, Do you have a SoundCloud yet? Do you have a place where you know you can collaborate with people? Are you sharing out your work? And oftentimes, they'll say no to SoundCloud yet. They'll say yes to, oh, and I also do my own beats. And so I see a lot of youth today that are writing. Guys, if you would have told me that one of my ninth grade students that I had two years ago, let me see, he's an 11th grader now. If you would have told me that he was a songwriter, I just, I would not... Honestly, at first, I would not have believed you and I would have had to say, Lord, forgive me because I know this person is trustworthy because I would have been completely shocked. And so he never expressed his love of writing and writing songs in my classroom. And he was the type of student that imagined, you know, doing the the minimal amount of work knowing that he had the potential to do so much more, um, he had an extreme love of soccer. And anytime he had an opportunity to talk about anything that he was passionate about, it was strictly soccer. So when I had a chance to um, sit with him and, and we were talking and catching up, how's things going? We were talking about driver's ed. I noticed that he had a book out on the table that was along with all of his work that he was doing, and he had some makeup work to do, and we were looking through the makeup work, and I was like, wait a minute, look at this book here, and he was like, yep, that's my songs, and I was like, oh, really, and now as soon as somebody says that, my heart just leaps, like seriously, guys, I just get so excited when I see young people pursuing passions and writing. And I just want to encourage them the way that I didn't, you know, necessarily have a lot of people around me. You know, I had my family encouraging me. But, you know, to have adults speak that into the youth today, that your voice matters, continue working, continue developing, continue researching. You know, I would have loved to have, you know, heard that when I was a teenager, 
So I always am mindful of that and do my best, you know, to do that with every opportunity that comes my way. So we start talking about his songs and he was he was like, yeah, I rap. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, can you do something for me? And then his face turns red and I realized there's the shy there's the, you know, where I talk to you guys about the cycle and courage being a part of that. We need to put students in opportunities where they can not only develop their craft and, you know, work with other people and boost up their confidence, but also allow them to believe in themselves. And maybe they're not ready, you know, to do a public performance. But maybe they're ready to type out some of their work and put it up there. So I want you to be, you know, eyes open and cognizant of youth today. And you never know who's that next songwriter right around the corner. And give them some encouragement. You know, a part of this podcast for me is that you guys are an encouragement for me. All of your emails, you know, every time that someone reaches out to me, that's an encouragement for me as a writer. And I know that we've got something special here with the community. So let's pay all that forward and let's do that with people around us. And you never know. That might be someone that could, you know, help you. They could take your words. They could help you. And then you guys could collaborate together on a song. I know that after I finish a song, there's just this sense of accomplishment. And I'm all about well-being. And y'all know that my, you know, my doctorate is in organizational leadership, Christian ministry. But my dissertation was all about well-being work and positive psychology. And the PERMA model, Dr. Seligman, I want to meet him. He's on my bucket list. Um... And A, accomplishment, is that is a really strong indicator of well-being. And if we can then say, you know, even with short bursts of accomplishment, and that's what songwriting does for me. When I, be, when I get in a lull, poetry is my short expression. And it is very powerful to me. When I'm sitting in a waiting room, Poetry or song just naturally flows out. So while you're at a place where you have 15 minutes while you're waiting in the carpool line or or just waiting at an appointment or you're on your lunch break, I want you to consider challenging yourself to write a song. There are times when I'll be driving to work in the past, because now you guys know that you guys are my daily commute here. You know, we could call this the, you know, the drive with Jen. <laughs> um, but in days gone past, there would be many times when a song would just hit my spirit and I would have to hit the record button and I would just speak it. Or if it was in a melody, I would just sing it. So that way I could capture it in the moment because I couldn't write it down and I'd have the phone there and it would be recording all of my words. Now, this whole text-to-speech thing with me blows up. Y'all, I cussed at my child when I'm trying to tell him I got frozen pizzas. 
a couple weeks ago trying to do one of them voice text things. The the southern accent, they haven't quite figured all that out yet, I think, with iPhones. Maybe they're going to improve that. But right now, me trying to do that on my notes section, nope, it ain't going to work. But I can record myself talking my song lyrics out or singing my song lyrics out, and then I can transcribe them later. So even if you get to a spot where you don't have anything to write with, just talking to your phone. People have no clue what you're doing. So they could think that, you know, you're talking to your friend or whatever, and you just start saying things that come to your heart, and there goes your song. I would love it if somebody would step up and be courageous. If you guys want to sing a chorus, or if you want to um, share with me some lyrics of a song that you've written, we can read it on the podcast. I can read it on the podcast. You can record yourself and send it to me and um, give me permission to use it in an email, and I'll put it up here on the podcast for people to hear, and we'll keep editing this one episode um, and update this episode when I start to get people, you know, emailing me their songs. What other, you know, way to share it out? So let's say you don't have a blog or you want to put it on your blog and put it on the podcast and then tell everybody how they can then go and read the full song. Go right on ahead and you can, um, you know, send people to your links. So I challenge you today to either pick up that recorder, pick up that pen, get up, you know, pick up your computer and start typing away and write a song today. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.